From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, April 27th. I'm Sarah Reif. In August of last year, Mendocino County received about $8.5 million from the American Rescue Plan Act, which the president signed into law to help local governments recover from the economic toll of the pandemic. The county will receive the other half of its $16.8 million award this summer. The funding can be used to cover a broad array of costs, from paying essential workers to providing government services to investing in infrastructure. The guidelines urge local governments to engage their constituents and communities in developing plans to use these payments, much as the PG&E settlement funds were distributed last year. But so far, the public has not had the opportunity to contribute to the decision-making process about how to allocate the ARPA funds. $4 million has already been allocated for infrastructure, public health, and direct assistance. During the fiscal review last week, the Board of Supervisors heard suggestions to use the remaining funds to provide county services and hire new staff to pre-COVID levels. But Juan Orozco, a Ukiah City Councilman and co-founder of UVA, Vecinos en Acción, an advocacy group for the Latino community, thinks the money should be used for much more basic needs. You know, with not having a job, not having income, you lose housing. Uh, if you're renting, of course, and even if you're buying a home and you don't have any income, how are you going to pay your mortgage? I mean, people don't have even food. Sarah Marshall, the UVA coordinator, agrees. There's some organizational heft behind this position. And the... ARPA funds are supposed to go to support communities that have been most impacted by COVID. So UVA hasn't received any ARPA funds yet, but we did just receive funding from the Latino Community Foundation that is meant to be spent to advocate for the transparent distribution of ARPA funds in our community. More than 100 grassroots organizations applied for the Latino Power Fund, and they um, selected 35 to distribute $1.4 million um, to 35 Latino-led organizations working to secure the fair share of the American Rescue Plan for our communities. Program Coordinator Maria Avalos explained what UVA plans to do with its portion, which is about $50,000. We hope to hire someone to become an advocate. So this person will be the advocate that will be looking into where ARPA funds in the county are going to and making sure that it is being equally dispersed and going towards uh, the Latino community and Spanish-speaking communities. Julie Beardsley is president of local SEIU 1021, which represents most of the county government's unionized employees. She's open to broader uses for the ARPA money, but she wants transparency too. I know that there's been some talk about um, using the $16.8 million to backfill the deficit. They can be invested in things like improved water systems and sewage, broadband infrastructure. It can include assistance to small businesses and households and hard-hit industries to help with economic recovery. So I'd like to see some community input on what happens with these funds rather than, you know, having the county say, oh, we have a deficit, so we're going to use this money to backfill. The ARPA award is just shy of the $18 million the county budgets for one month. Supervisor Ted Williams, who spent the last few weeks in budget meetings with county department heads, says the money is vital to the county's core mission. I, I think a lot of the ARPA funds will be used to balance the budget, to make ends meet. And I mean, the alternative is we could give that money to community groups that probably have really great projects and 
not, uh, allow potholes to develop and terminate 911. And you start looking at the reality that we're in, that there's not enough for the core government services. Most people expect public safety to come first. In fact, public safety is the number one priority for the Board of Supervisors budgeting, according to the state constitution. You don't so, think we'd actually uh, terminate 911? Well, I know I don't think we would do that. But when that's the level we're at, we could we could stop road maintenance altogether. You know, the ARBA funds, you know, whether you're looking at the 10 million or the full 16 million, if that's not used to plug the uh, financial situation at the county, the cuts in services would be severe. And I, I wish it, you know, we could treat the ARPA funds like we did the PG&E funds, but I, I don't think that's what the public wants when we look at the actual services that would be lost. One local organization that's still providing pandemic-related economic relief is North Coast Opportunities, which got $1.7 million in ARPA funds to offer direct services like keeping all eight of its Head Start childcare centers open during the shutdowns. It also rallied volunteers to deliver food boxes to people in quarantine and work at vaccination clinics. Molly Rosenthal, the NCO communications director, says part of the money is now being used to restart an essential service that's lost a lot of providers in the last two years. It also funded and is funding. So a lot of the funds we have until March of 2023 to spend for our rural communities child care program, supported providers who have closed and are working towards reopening and connecting working families with affordable child care, particularly important as things open up and parents head back to work are fortunate to be able to work from home or heading back to work, um, those families do need access to affordable child care. The economic fallout from the pandemic continues, especially for people who are on shaky financial footing to begin with. To hear more about ARPA funding, you can check out a special edition of today's 9 a.m. public affairs show on Jukebox, where we heard more from Uva and spoke with interim CEO Darcy Antle and Laura Diamondstone, a retired epidemiologist and public health advocate. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.